Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Static Shock Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 133, Wet and Wild, Kidnapped, and Power Outage. Hi, pals. You've just joined us for our end of static j- jamboree? Jubilee? Yes, it's a jamboree. It's an I end of static jamboree. jamboree or jubilee. I'm not sure about this. Anyway, I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe you would know this. Is it mm-hmm. is it a jamboree or a jubilee? I don't know if it's a jamboree or a jubilee. I'm not sure what jubilee is other than an X-Men. Well, you, you do know your X-Men, and actually, there's a lot of sort of X-Men-adjacent things that come up in a couple of these episodes. Boy, there so sure are. I'm thankful for that, because otherwise I'd just be talking about how much I hate it, and, and you wouldn't be here to say, hey, no, actually, sometimes that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. These are great. Mm-hmm. I shifted my whole personality to being into this. Okay. I mean, I, I did that for some stuff, too, just not that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tried so many times. Well, there's there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is. There's not a lot of this show, though. They did no, not, certainly not. Episodes, yeah. So we're done. Mm-hmm. Like, this is it. It's over. We did it. We we mm-hmm. shocked static. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about this next yeah. week in, in more detail. But it was uh, overall better than I expected. It but... was. Oh, go ahead. I was. I went into this just like, all right, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. It was better than fine. At at its best, it held its own with. The other shows, yes. but at its worst, I think it was the worst they've had to offer so far. It's, yeah, it's, that's... it hit some real high highs and low lows. Yeah, that that's the thing. It's hot, more. It, it is more generic Saturday morning cartoon than I think anything we've seen so far. From what Tilo remembers, the only person I know who watched the Zeta Project on the regular, mm-hmm. that show's going to be even more like that. But she admits that was twenty years ago, and she may be remembering. Mm-hmm. That's that's fair. But also that show, we'll be done in that show in two months. We're we're going to be doing Justice League by April. Yep. Like, we have our mail show next week. By the way, I'll mention this at the end of the show, too. But please write to us. Uh, uh, kids Love Podcast. Uh, yeah, Kids Love Podcast. Kids please po- don't write to Kids that. Podcast yes. Batman. Wow. I have it written down in front of me, and I just ignored it because mm-hmm. I said, no, I can wing it. I've done this so many times, and I, I, I just, nope. I know the name of the show I do. Look at the thing right in front of you, Al. You printed it. So that you wouldn't have to think. Kids <laughs> Love Batman podcast. Include the podcast. Very important. Someone mm-hmm. took Kids Love Batman. Kids Love Batman podcast at Gmail. Please yep. write to us. We're, we're a little thin on mail for the we next We have very few week. letters. And we would like to answer them. And mm-hmm. we will also sort of give you a more comprehensive summary of the whole series, I think. Yeah. Like we always do. Sort of a post-mortem kind of thing. Uh, but for now, we have to get into these uh, these final three. So mm-hmm. uh, you want to you kick it off with... Uh, Hmm. Not sure I'm crazy about this title. <laughs> wet and Wild? Yeah, let's talk about the Wet and Wild Bang Babies. If if we must. We must. <clears throat> yeah, okay, I'm 18 male fire powers in a pretty short-term relationship with my girlfriend, 17 female water powers. We'll call her uh, Aquamaria. So uh, the two of us have been together a couple months, mostly knocking over convenience stores, fucking on rooftops, you know, a couple stuff. Uh, so last week we tried robbing Aspire Records during some sing- singer signing, and of course Static, 16 male electric powers, and his sidekick Gear, 16 male dipshit powers, showed up to ruin everything. 
So, despite my best efforts to help Anna Aquamaria, and believe me, I tried really hard and absolutely did not drive off in a van at the first sign of trouble, (laughs) she gets arrested by Static and then taken to some secret lab where some scientists, male 46, science powers, are working on a cure for bang babies. Now, this might not be the coolest thing to do, but... I got jealous, snuck in, melted one of the core components that restore her humanity, and then ran away when I thought she melted to death. Listen, I had her best interests in mind, and also she's really hot, and I didn't want her to leave me. So, anyway, she comes back to life, and now she's super giant, which is hot, and also super angry, angry, which is also honestly kind of a turnoff, and then Static shows up to ruin everything. Long story short, she gets her powers taken away, and gets a normal life, and she breaks up with me because I kind of tried to ruin that life. TLDR, I tried to... I tried to stop my bang baby water girlfriend from becoming human again, and now she's mad at me. Am I the asshole? Maggie, this might be my new favorite summary of yours. <laughs> Thank you. Because I'm always a fan for the gimmick summary, but usually your gimmick summaries, and this isn't a complaint, mm-hmm. but usually your gimmick summaries get so into the gimmick that you kind of lose the thread of the episode. Sure. But here you manage to actually summarize all the salient points of the episode while keeping the gimmick going, and it's a, a relatively sort of current reference. It's not mm-hmm. like springtime fresh but it's something we on the internet know and talk about a lot and it's very funny that's kids, good kids love i am am i the asshole i i mean i certainly do but i am also uh uh 48m so mm-hmm. what do i know every day i go look and it's like are men okay no they're not no, no. i mean look you jumped off that ship and you were right to do so oh yeah it rules yeah. i highly recommend quitting being a man uh, I mean, but that's where i keep all my stuff <laughs> Listen, it's a choice everybody has to make. Do I, I want to keep being a man or not? Look, I've, I've heard it's not a choice, but that, we don't need to get into all that. Mm-hmm. Actually, we kind of do. Cause, mm-hmm. So this is the X-Men adjacent stuff I was talking about. Boy, it sure is. This is, And, and actually, it comes up twice in this uh, pack of three episodes. Yeah. Because they bring it back for the finale as well. There's a dude working on a cure, which is a pretty major thread through mm-hmm. the X-Men. But is it not? Oh, absolutely it is. That one uh, pops up every now and then. It's like, what do we just... Uh... You know, why don't we just cure mutants and then there won't be a problem anymore? Which I feel like that probably started around the time that uh, mutants stopped so much being a stand-in for uh, racial problems and yeah. started being a problem for gender and sexuality that problems. Th- the mutants being a stand-in for racial stuff never sort of quite works. Um mm. I mean, broadly it does, because there's sure. people that think mutants should be separate, and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once you really dig into it, it's like, hmm, <clears throat> really? But like, per- per- personally for me, I can't imagine why this would be. The, it, it always works better as a stand-in for uh, for queer stuff. Sure. Well, I don't know, because I mean, being a mutant is not something, like, you couldn't make an argument that you could choose to do it or not to do it. True. Whereas, you know, if you're born black, well, hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. Assign black at birth. That's what sure. you are, man. But you do, ha- but you do have mutants that uh, uh, can pass. Oh, that's true. You have ones that can pass and ones that can't. Right. But until you come up with a way to just get rid of it entirely, which mm. I assume the metaphor there is like the pray away the gay stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. What if we no, found? I, what I, if we found like we give you a shot and then you're not gay anymore and you're just normal? You can just be normal like the rest of us and you can stop being so gross all the time. Well, Do you think about the, that? I mean, uh, that is a great metaphor, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it also opens up an interesting thing about maybe some people actually do want to be cured because 
being a mutant isn't always the best yeah. thing. I, and it's, I th- it's pretty interesting. I mean, that's the thing. Like, it, and that's the interesting thing. It's like, yeah, there's lots of these people who, like, yes, would love to just be normal again. There's an equal amount of people who are, like, happy with their bodies, and you don't get to d- just yeah. decide what's done with them. No, and we'll we'll talk about this more in the third episode, but... It's an interesting debate that they tried to sort of graft onto this world, and mm. I don't think it works because they didn't give it enough depth. And I, I can't believe I'm saying you didn't treat it with the depth and nuance that the X-Men did, because mm-hmm. I have never found the X-Men to be even remotely nuanced. <laughs> that's not what they do. That's no. not their thing. Listen, and that's fine. they can be, and also sometimes a guy with 30 guns strapped to his back shows up. It seems like every time I try to read it, it's that. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they almost had something here with um, with Hot Girl Summer being like, why would you want to change? This is great. And yeah. Aqua Maria saying, what? No, I'm liquid all the time. What? I've learned to use it, but it is yeah. kind of terrible. It's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like, no, man, you're, you get to have powers. Yeah, you get to have fire powers. And when you don't, listen, when you don't want to set shit on fire and just want to go to a movie or whatever, no one's going to give you any crap. Yeah, you I'm made of water. You didn't turn into a flame. Mm-hmm. You turned into a guy who can create flame. Yeah. Which is very different. You can still just be a guy. Yeah. She's always water, no matter yeah. what. You can fucking go home, comb your hair, and you don't have to be hot. Um, also, uh, also pull up your pants, maybe. Oh god! And I don't mean that in a these rappy pants kids need to pull up their pants. No, I'm I just mean, sick of looking at his stupid underwear. I mean, he's doing it wrong. Uh-huh. I know that look. I was never a fan of that look. But no, I know the look, and th- he's not doing it. No, it's like what, what he's he... doing is wearing his pants around his ankles, like he got caught jerking it. <laughs> I mean, I could absolutely see this guy being constantly caught jerking it. I can't believe I'm using this segue, but that takes me to my good thing. (laughs) Go on. The more I learn about Hot Rocks, the less I like him. Mm -hmm. But believe it or not, this is a good thing. He is an extremely specific type of stupid. (laughs) Like, there is broad cartoon stupid. Oh, just write a guy who doesn't understand what's going on. Yeah, just the like, duh, whatever you say, boss. Yeah, that's so easy to write and yeah. so easy to just not. But they didn't. They put some work into making him feel like a real guy, like mm-hmm. a very specific guy that you have to sit next to for an entire semester of geometry or like you get stuck with him because you got uh, community service when you got a speeding ticket and you got to just work with him for every evening for two weeks. And yep. I, yeah, very specific. Yep. I've it's met like, this guy. I know yep. this guy. I could give you his name, but I'm not going to do that. Yeah. He's stupid, but he doesn't think he's stupid, and he thinks his opinions are important, and yeah, he won't but shut not, up about them. But he's also not like those guys on the internet who are like that, mm. who are also terrible. He, it's a different kind of thing. Yeah. He's, he's, he, they just, they completely nail it, and the voice performer, whose name, unfortunately, I don't have at my fingertips here, but he, he also does a very good job with it. It's just like, oh, God, I hate you so much. Yep. Good job, show. Here's the problem. I can't even look up who his voice actor is because I don't actually remember what the character's name is. Well, no, because why would you? It's I, I, I tried typing in hot slot and it wasn't that. <laughs> We're to the point now, and, and he's in two of these three episodes. Mm-hmm. He sure is. We're to the point now where like I keep having to look up expressions with the word hot, and I was like, they all ha- they're all purple because I've clicked them before. Yep. God damn it. Is it hot crotch? And you've just started taking things that sort of sound like hot. Mm-hmm. You you you, uh, you pitched hot scotch. Mm-hmm. It's like hot scotch, but 
It's a game of hot scotch. Yeah, or if you put your whiskey in the microwave. Yeah, it's like a hot toddy. Ooh, hot toddy, there's one. There you go. All right. Mm-hmm. Back in business. <laughs> we still got it. <laughs> um, What was your good thing? I really like Aquamaria's water effects. Like, Yes. I liked them before, but like, I this episode goes like full out where like she's like huge and like flooding shit and... Yeah, because we just... get to we get to a middle part where she's supposed to be cured, and and like you said, uh, he fucks up the process, so she becomes this sort of shambling water monstrosity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and, rules. Yeah, it's great. But um, like, she just looks great, you know. Well, I, I'm it. It looks to my eyes, and again, I'm I'm not an expert on any of this kind of thing. Mm. Like, we know some people who know animation, so if they want to chime in and and tell me what it actually was, that'd be great. But to me, it looked like early CG in a good way for a change. Yeah. Like, when we're in this early 2000s era, we see a lot of these sort of clumsy first attempts to integrate computer-generated images yeah. with hand-drawn images, and that doesn't usually work. But here, when you're not trying to look like something real anyway, mm-hmm. it gives it this sort of weird, flowy... Like, it's it's the similar thing to me to, like, uh, the Liquid Metal Terminator or Odo. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that computers can't do liquid, but let's lean into it and make it look weird. Yeah, there. exactly. And I like that. Mm-hmm. It looks very good. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I that is it might she might have been the best looking villain, at least in terms of like the way she moves in a fight scene. Well, and I just like her regular sort of design too. Like yeah. it's just cool. Um the DC Wiki in one of their rare times where they pointed out something useful to me mm-hmm. uh mentioned that uh her character is completely different than it was the first time, and I because my memory's so awful would not have remembered. No, that. absolutely not. She was apparently sort of meek and unassuming the first time. Mm-hmm. And here she's very much not that. She's very, like, sort of brash and arrogant and, and like, you know, like, uh, maybe not arrogant, but definitely, like, self-confident. Sure. Well, spend enough time as water, you know. Yeah, and spend enough time as, uh, or as uh, you know, hot pants girlfriend. Ugh, no thank you. <clears throat> no, but I, putting aside our opinion of the guy, mm-hmm. that's what he's like. You can't be sort of a shrinking, like, weakling around him. Mm. You, have to, you have to yell to be heard, so that'll make you stronger. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't want to go to McDonald's again. I thought you liked it here. Yeah, the first time. Been there every night this week. (laughs) But I've got a taste for McDonald's. (laughs) Did somebody say McDonald's? Are you just going to do all the catchphrases now? Da-da-da-da-da. I'm loving it. (laughs) Double cheeseburger. I'd hit it. (laughs) He's a guy who would probably say that. I would hit it, though, is the thing. Yeah. Are you saying you'd fuck a cheeseburger? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta get off my hot rocks. <laughs> hot rocks, the fun of the town. I'm sorry about how much I've talked about this guy jizzing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about another pervert, Richie. <laughs> Ew. Who um isn't usually like this, mm-hmm. but uh, they did a nice bit of setup where it's like, hey, uh, Daisy's on the swim team. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go watch her swim later. Oh, and then God. Yeah, all this, this water sucks. stuff happens. That was some good setup and payoff because yeah. then Aqua Maria shows up as the pool. Yep. <laughs> and it's very good. Ha I was the pool the entire time. I did not see that coming, actually. And I should have because mm-hmm. it's very obvious. Yep. But Tilo's like, oh, I know why they're doing the swimming thing. I was like, shit, you're right. Oh, shit. You're good at this. Yeah. Um. But. Um, Do you want to be an episode of Zeta Project? No, thank you. No, it's all right. And she did read all the titles, you know, for the bumpers. Sure. And uh, she did have a moment where she got, she read it and she, like the, the the disbelief in her voice <laughs> was so strong she had to do another take. I love that shit. Yeah. 
It's like, what? That's not that. Did you typo this? No, no, that's real. It cannot okay. possibly be called this. Yeah, it is. Um, but uh, my point was, um, so they're gonna go to the the swim meet, and uh, Richie's like, oh, all those girls in their swimsuits. Oh huh? my god, like, Richie, come on, you're you already suck in so many ways. Uh-huh. But you've been okay about this. Why are you doing this now? <sighs> There's going to be 20 girls in the, in the <laughs> bathing suits. Is it about the swimming of the girls? Or the, g- the, the, yeah, the, the, the girls. Uh, what is wrong with you? Backpack's got my oxygen mask. Uh, I'm being written by a 45-year-old man, honey. <laughs> Turning into Harvey Firestein over here. I mean, um, look, uh, Don DeMillo and Harvey Firestein, not, I mean, there's one crucial difference. For sure. But uh, vocally, not too far off. No. Uh, what was your bad thing? Uh, yeah, I guess like what's her face, music lady, and also Bernie Rast returning didn't really matter. Oh, oh, right. So at the beginning, we're at the like you said at the what is their fake Tower Records? You wrote uh, it down, Spire Records. Spire. Of course, I saw that Tower, and I was like, Spire. I'm I miss Spire, Tower Records, and then I thought you yeah. never went to Tower Records. You miss Virgin Megastore. I went to Tower Records all the time, and I, I bet I, I did enjoy it. Like I'm sure they sucked for a lot of reasons, but mm. I like browsing through large amounts of music. Yeah, lots and lots of options here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when when they're uh, they're trying to buy the album or whatever, like yeah, that that dude Bernie Rast, who's been there a couple times, he's mm-hmm. the one who set up the uh, reality show about Static that he didn't tell Static about. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy, and then. Just Sorry, gone. Proceed with your bad thing. Like it's well, it's like it's like the episode got distracted. Like it's not just that they set up Bernie Rast as being back, mm-hmm. but like the musician girl that they're there to see feels like a character. You know, like yeah, she, either like, either a celebrity that they stunt cast or right a character yeah. because we've dealt with the music industry a lot. So, yeah, you know, I'm just makes sense. like I had that moment where I'm like, is she like a real person? And I think she's Cree Summer, so probably yeah, not. But she was. like. Uh, I like they gave they give her like a real name and like a bit of a personality and then both the characters are just gone. You yeah, know? I know. And all the kids are lined up at the record store to to like buy her album and get her to sign it or whatever. And yeah. I was like, okay, she's a big deal. Like I I understand how establishing story elements work. Sure. Yeah. And then nothing. You're right. And it just it just doesn't matter. It's it's like yeah. I I needed to fill in an extra two minutes. Let let's see if we can get this guy back. Yeah. Can the guy who played Bernie Rast show up for six lines and mm-hmm. you know. I really got to put it, put a pin in that character now that the series is wrapping up. Uh huh. That beloved character. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't mind. Uh, Amanda pointed out that uh, to her ears, he sounds a bit like Bubs. Oh yeah. I <laughs> He'll be your that. manager. He'll make millions. <laughs> <laughs> I can be your manager. <laughs> check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, strong bad, you jumped over some of my buses. Okay, that's Shark Tooth Bubs. That is Shark Tooth Bubs. He's just fun to do. Yeah, I know. I agree. <laughs> Um, what else? I like it to say, holy crap. <laughs> I like the conflict of this episode mostly being uh, two people who are dating having, like, a, a fight. Uh-huh. I just, I like being caught in the middle of that. Yep. And uh, okay, Static guys. and Gear are kind of, like, superficial to all that. Yep. Well, Gear's superficial to everything in I his life. I know, but I, there was there was another instance. Mm-hmm. I gotta point this out when I see it. Because I do like to, it's like we used to do with Wesley Crusher and a couple other characters we haven't liked. I like to point out when they actually do something I like. Mm-hmm. They did the thing I pointed out last week where it's like, oh, they they made, one of them made a joke and the other one built on that joke. Yep. Instead of trying to undercut it. They were doing this cute thing where they were trying to get uh, the cure to Aquamaria and it's like in a little football size Oh, thing. sure. 
So I was like, you know, he's running. He's, he's trying. He, he passes it to to Static, and then Static picks up the joke and says, "And Static takes it to the end." Mm-hmm. And it was just a cute little. Oh, they're playing the same little game here. Yeah. That's nice. It's not Richie trying to be funnier than Virgil. It's both of them doing the same thing. Right, guys? I'm the good one, though. I'm his funny friend. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh That's like that's how you do it. Shut shut up. That's how friends talk. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how Uh, friends talk. Yep. I did not care for that. No. But I cared for the Virgil part, but... uh, Oh, the the, the little football joke or whatever? Yeah. It's not... It wasn't a good joke. I don't mean that. I just mean the dynamic between them Mm -hmm. was... Equal rather than competitive, and I like that. Yeah. Uh, what else? I. Hmm. That's. I mean, that's mostly all I. Have I don't have a whole lot thing. here. What's your bad thing? Well, my bad thing is that the episode ends. The button, as they call it, is a sh- uh, uh, Virgil shocks Richie in the butt. Not only does he shock Richie in the butt, but he shoots lightning out of his ear to shock uh, Richie yeah. in the butt. Yeah, and look. You know, we don't love Richie, and haha, it's fun to see him <clears throat> suffer or whatever, but it was just a, the cheapest joke. It is. It, you know, it's just, how do we end this thing? Uh, just uh, uh, b- butt zap. Mm-hmm. We haven't used one of those in a while. Come on. Have they used it at all? I don't think so. I could just see one of the writers being like, I want to get my butt zap in there. <laughs> Look, you know how when you got the, the static electricity happening in your clothes and you sit down and your pants, like, shock your butt? Mm-hmm. That's funny, right? We could right? use that. No. It's like, God, I'm glad this show is getting canceled because I don't, I don't want to talk to you ever again, Frank. Stop wearing wool pants. What's wrong with you? I just love wool so yeah. much. And rubbing balloons on your wool pants. <laughs> Frank, we need to talk. No, we don't. Nope. Sorry, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why your pants are down all the time. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got a quote? Uh, I do have a quote. I don't remember what, what it, it means. Okay. Bernie Rast? And apparently so do you. Hi, Candy. Look, love your music and all, but do you know who he is? Of course she knows who I am. I'm going to produce her next CD. Oh, no. Hey, okay, thanks for stopping by. Next! Uh, no offense. Just a suggestion here, but you may not want to be doing business with Bernie Rast. Why? Uh, because the man is a total sleaze? Truth? I wouldn't say total. Well, I mean, we... We had three episodes to cover, mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I don't expect you to remember what we watched. I got a lot going on. I mean, I, I don't either, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on then to Kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our story begins with Richie flailing through the air like so much greatest American hero, and if there's one thing I could do without ever having to think about again, it's the greatest American <laughs> hero. Someone paid us to review it once, and I probably said this at the time, but they did not pay us enough because I don't think such an amount exists. Virgil and Richie touch down on a rooftop, discuss possible causes for Richie's abrupt Ralph Hinkleyism, uh, but then everything seems okay again, so they just continue flying at an altitude of like 30 feet. I mean, my high- highly complex system of computers and flying devices already re- went wrong once, Richie says, so what are the odds it'll happen again? Super genius. <laughs> Static then leaves Richie, best part of his day, every day, <laughs> and heads home, where he turns back into Virgil. And a sinister camera catches everything. Dude, I've been trying to tell you this since day one. You're living in the early 2000s. Cameras, like the Borg in that one episode of TNG, is everywhere. <laughs> are, are everywhere. Disheveled Riker's grammar always throws me in that quote. Anyway, you cannot be surprised when someone uses extremely common technology to look at you when you think nobody's looking at you. This is something we might have learned in the 20th century if anyone in this idiotic century were capable of learning anything. 
So the owner of that sinister camera sends Puff and Onyx. Remember those guys? Puff is the one with the cool hair and the cool breath powers, and Onyx stands around singing, Slam! Da-da-da! <laughs> like his namesake. Anyway, they kidnap Mr. Hawkins. Virgil, as you might expect, is none too pleased by this development and goes all Batman on his extremely dumb villains, just like he did that other time when Daisy got hurt. And while I'm not always a fan of shows repeating themselves, I can always make time for Virgil switching off the quip machine to genuinely menace the likes of Carmen Dillo and Shiv. <clears throat> Honestly, I could have handled another 15 minutes of Shiv menacing, but I suppose we should be getting to the fireworks factory. And here it is. Meet Karen Roberts, a scientist with extremely big ideas, who was until very recently gainfully employed at Alva Industries. And if you think this particular scientist is not going to completely lose her shit when the sinister company that funded her work pulls the plug, well, you're wrong. Is this your first superhero rodeo? If so, you chose an extremely strange rodeo to start with. I'm not rodeo shaming, mind you. This just isn't where I personally would have started. Where was I? Oh, right. Karen and her big ideas. So, yeah, it turns out her grand vision is a world where all the electronic devices in the world are connected and they can see and hear you at all times with the help of an elaborate network of satellites. And they can carry that data to a single central point where it can be used to the benefit of the owner of those devices. So she's obviously insane, right? Because we know that kind of thing is both impossible and highly immoral. Also, she kidnapped Mr. Hawkins, who now knows his son is the superhero Static Shock. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's about fucking time. Now we can finally explore this interesting new dynamic over the course of the next one episode. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I haven't thought of a way that this can be Richie's fault yet, but it's definitely Richie's fault somehow. Oh, also, Karen gets turned into a supervillain called Omnora, and Virgil defeats her or whatever, and her brain gets fried in the process, which is the inevitable fate of any villain who learns our hero's true identity. And I hate that just as much this time as I have every other damn time it's happened, which is many, many times. Mm -hmm. I really don't... It happened to Rudy. It mm -hmm. happened, I believe, on the, the first Batman show. Like, yep. It's, it's so many... Just stop. It happened oh. in this show to What's-Her-Face. Oh, the, fuck, um, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this What's already happened to once. to be class president. Yeah. yeah. I'll make class president for this. Uh, <laughs> Henderson, that was her name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I just... I, I understand you have to undo it, mm. but also... Uh, I also, do you? We have one episode left. Who gives a shit? Well, they I, they might not have known that at the time. Mm. Um, but let's let's get into this because uh, we're in one of those things where one of our bad things and one of our good things are the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, talk about yours first. Yeah, your uh, good thing. I love Om Omnora. I think she's so mm -hmm. fucking cool, and I adore her. Mm -hmm. That wasn't supposed to rhyme, but fuck it. It almost does. Great design, great costume, terrible fucking name, great binary based loops around her. I love this character. Maggie, let me ask you, what the mm -hmm. fuck is a binary-based loop? It, you'll know it when you see it. Uh, I didn't. Uh-huh. It's a loop around her that's full of binary code. Oh, ones and zeros? Yeah, ones and zeros. She's got uh, one one and zero loops because she's because she's the internet, mm -hmm. which is what computers are made out of. Mm-hmm. I see. Binary leads into computers, which become mm -hmm. internet. All right. Well, I can't argue with that logic. No, you can't. Uh, also, the terrible fucking name is just on brand because she's a supervillain in Dakota. That's, uh -huh, that's yeah. just, nobody gets one. I'm sorry. From the people who brought you Carmen Dillo. <laughs> Look. Honestly. <laughs> we talked about this. Carmen Dillo was already like that. Uh -huh. <laughs> that was your idea in the first place, actually. Man, there's a lot of weird shit happening in Dakota. I think I'll stop rooting around in garbage cans and put on a Hawaiian shirt. Why do why do people keep calling me a bang baby? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I should probably find out. What's wrong with you people? So my bad thing. Yes. Okay. I I love her 
before the transformation. Oh yeah, she rules. I, her attitude, her the fact that she just cuts right to the to the core of the problem that many others have attempted before, mm-hmm. like um, like uh, 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 fuck, what's his name? And the um, guy who turns into the the dark, like the uh, Ebon. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ, the only one with a half decent name. Yep. Um, like he he almost found out who Virgil was, and then mm-hmm. he fucked it up. Yep. Um. Because a couple of teenagers tricked him. <laughs> well, you know what that's like. Mm. Who among us can't say we haven't been tricked by teenagers at one point or another in our lives? I mean, if I have, they've done such a good job, I don't even know it. That's how teenagers are. They trick you so bad you don't even know you're tricked. I don't talk to teenagers, Maggie. I'm a 48-year-old man, and it's probably best that I stay as far from teenagers as I can. I don't talk to teenagers either. That doesn't mean they're not tricking me. Well, all right, that's fair. I might be being tricked right now. We we probably both are. You're you're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, teenagers. Please uh, don't kill me. Please don't trick me. Um, but I I really like the way she looked and sounded before her transformation. Like her outfit was. Fantastic. Oh my god, her outfit's amazing. Like she's just a scientist. This is just what she wore to work. But yep. she looks like a fucking supervillain already. She's it great. Just, she shows up, and I'm just like, that's the hottest jacket I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. Uh, also, it's a, hey, it's that guy. Uh, she's voiced by Wendy Malick, who probably did a bunch of other things before she was Bojack's mom, but that's mm-hmm. all she'll ever be to me now. She is Bojack's mom. She's also Ida on Owl House, and she and that show both rule. Which which show? Owl House. Watch out, Batman. <laughs> a house. Uh-huh. Uh, but she's got just a very distinct, you know, it's one of those that I always rave about, uh, Andrea Romano, casting people with very distinctive voices. Oh, good, Bojack. You're here to be a disappointment again. Mm-hmm. Don't sit next to. The, don't sit so close to the television. It'll make you cruel. <laughs> Deep drag on the cigarette. Just oh, oh, amazing. It's like they took Lucille Bluth and made her worse. And uh-huh. I, don't, I didn't think that was possible. Now Try horsifying her, her by about twenty uh, percent. Just make her a horse. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what she was missing. Anyway, yeah. I thought this character was amazing, and then her transformation to me was nothing. She didn't look that different. Mm-hmm. They didn't do much treatment on the voice. I, the bands. I sorry. I don't know what binary-based loops are, and I, they just look like she she had a couple of hula hoops stuck on her. Yeah, hula hoops made out of binary, Al. Uh, okay. And also she has a of, Cerebro helmet. Uh, Magneto, Cerebro. Mm-hmm. The, the sound effects that followed her around weren't very good. Mm-hmm. Also, there weren't very much of them. Like, she should be Brainiac-level scary. Yeah. And I just didn't buy it. She was still just this pretty mean scientist lady with a good outfit, but... She didn't really feel feel like she escalated, you know what I mean? I mean, she didn't feel like much of a threat, but she did feel awesome. She could have been, like, again, this is Brainiac. Mm -hmm. This is straight up, she's plugged into the world's computer network and can control everything now. That's what Brainiac was. Well, and I like the idea of her being overwhelmed by, like, the amount of information she's getting pulled, like, she's pulling in. Like, that kind of stuff is always really cool to me. It's like, well, you made your brain like this, but, like... Your brain's, still a not human. Made, your brain's not made to handle that kind of thing. Yeah. You're still human. You still only have so much uh, capacity. Mm-hmm. And that capacity is not really built for all human knowledge. Mm-hmm. So don't read all three of those John Hodgman books, whatever you do. Oh, shit. That's the entirety of human knowledge. <laughs> Al, I read those books like 10 years ago. Oh, yeah, God. Several times. Uh-huh. <laughs> and listen to the audiobooks. <laughs> Basically, they say it's more cost effective. <laughs> what? Uh, I just... I. I really like the character. I like the look of her. I like the voice. I just mm. didn't like the last little bit. It was all. Then you did. That mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Thought she was great. Mm-hmm. Except for her mm-hmm. terrible name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, on, on brand. 
if her name had been like Nora, Nora something, yeah. and then she's like, now I am Omnora no, better. Because then you're turning into like, it's very similar to what Alva's kid was. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what he called himself now. It was like Omnipedia. Or oh, Omni- yeah, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, Omnipotus or something. I'm Wikipedia. No, because it had Give an me a dollar. Because uh, Static was like, um? <laughs> like he made fun of it. Which I, was bet, I bet, I beg your pardon. Yeah. Um, but my Nipedia. good thing, my, <laughs> I beg your pardon, Nipedia? <laughs> yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. I mean, in this town, what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. Look, here's the thing. Most of these characters, I assume, were created either for this show or drawn from the comics from the 90s. Mm-hmm. We think that, I don't know, Paste Pot Pete and fucking Dr. Octopus are good names. That's because they've been around for 50 years. That's true. If we heard Dr. Octopus today, we'd be like, really? You couldn't go with an actual rhyme? It just kind of sounds the same-ish? I mean, I'm st- we're still better than uh, that Spider-Man movie where they were like, uh, Dr. Octopus, pfft, what a stupid name for a yeah. stupid idiot. No, look, I hate I hate when comic book movies do it's, that too. Yeah. But what Fuck I'm saying off. is you and I react to all these names as, as being terrible. Mm-hmm. But uh, if if they were introducing names we were familiar with for the first time, we might feel the same way. That's fair. Like, comic book names are just kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. And it's I, part like, of the deal. Yeah. I love this stuff. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But my good thing is, yes. look, this is objectively the good thing about this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, we have opinions, obviously, but, like, this is this is a fact. Yeah. Finally, they blow up the fucking awful secret identity trip. Yep. And Mr. Hawkins turns out to be the supportive dad we always knew he would be this whole time. Yeah, I love how he, I love how proud he is of just like. Just no, like his mom was when she found out. Yeah, when exactly. When he went back in time and told his mom, she's like, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You're doing good things for people. And I, I love the like, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like you going out. And yeah, doing it's the this. perfect mix of concerned parent. You were mm. endangering your life with you were endangering your life to save other people's mm. lives. I lo- Dad, we've been doing this for like a year. We're really good at it. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know about it then. You know. Yeah. But also, there's a part of him that's like he's he's kind of following my like I'm a social worker. Yeah. I try to help people, and he's doing the same thing just in a different way. It's like, oh, I'm so proud of him. This is this is great. Yeah. Son, you got to remember that with great power. No, I know, Dad. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've read comics. Remember, yeah. comics exist in this world. It's I've okay. read a comic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He goes to the comic shop every Wednesday. We yeah. Um, but the the best part of that to me mm-hmm. was when they're escaping. Uh, first of all, there's a great little sequence where Static sort of uh, Static levitates him out of the. Uh, it's a classic um, uh, villain cage where sort of the bars are like lasers or whatever, yeah. and there's space between them. So he levitates him between the space between the bars, and he's got to suck in his dad gut. Yep. That's a cute. It's really good. They always play into the dadness of him, and I love that. He's not just some guy who yells at Virgil. He's he's his dad. Yeah. It's one of the things that makes the character so, like, appealing, you know, and always has. I got to start going back to the gym. Mm -hmm. (gasps) That is so cute. Oh, God. But then they're escaping, like, you know, third act escaping, Mm -hmm. and he starts making quips. Yeah. He starts making little jokes, just like Virgil. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, this oh, is where you get it. This is great. Yeah. And uh, I wish we, they do absolutely acknowledge it and explore it a tiny bit more in the final episode, but, you know, that's it. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, too. Um, the episode ends on them <clears throat> pointedly not telling Sharon. 
Well, they're going to. His his dad says straight up, you can't keep this from Sharon anymore. Yeah. You're going to tell her right now. And then, actually, this brings me to my quote, which I oh, do yeah. like, because this is something Maggie and I have said many times over many, the last Many, many times. Months. So I'm going to I'm gonna just play that here. I've had it up to here with Bang Babies. If I hear any more about Bang Babies, I'm going to explode. And Yeah, I, I very much enjoyed that, but it did result in Sharon not being told. Yeah, and I mean, like... That's fine as a joke to go out on. Like, it's a good yeah. joke to go out on. It's a lot better than shocking someone in the butt. Boy, it sure the fuck is. Yeah. But the thing is, like, we go into the next episode and, like... She still doesn't know. She still doesn't know. And that's a real shitty thing. She still doesn't know. And we're in a position, and I, I don't want to... If this is in your summary or whatever, I don't want to yeah. spoil it. Like, But there's a situation where uh, Mr. Hawkins is uh, supposed to be yelling at Virgil mm-hmm. for, sh- like, slacking off, and he doesn't. He's yeah. like, nah, he's my bud. It's okay. Yep. And she's like, what the fuck? You're showing favoritism. What's going what, on? What is happening? And it's because he knows, and it's like, well, she knew. Mm-hmm. So, Ugh. anyway. um, What was your bad thing? Uh, what was my bad thing? Uh, I think I said this before when Richie did this, but God, Richie is willing to believe that Virgil is evil in a second. What a great fucking friend. Like, I was actually going to give some faint praise here because he didn't believe it at first. Mm. Last time he believed it immediately. Oh, yeah. Like, what? Static's bad? And this time he's like, well, I can't be seeing right because Virgil seems to be doing something wrong. Yeah. No, it's like Virgil's like robbing a truck or whatever. And yeah. R- Richie's just like, you can't do this, buddy. Don't make me fight you. And by the way, Richie, if you guys fight, um, yeah. you're fucked. Hey, all your all your abilities are based in these electronic gadgets. Guess what Virgil does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you I bet idiot. I bet none of your cool dad bike gear is fucking runs by clockwork or anything. Yeah, and even so, I bet uh, a good a good solid shock would still fuck up some metal clockwork. A good solid shock. I was trying to make that work and just <laughs> didn't quite get there. Uh, but yeah, backpack would not survive a. Uh, an encounter. No. With, with, uh, <clears throat> like, with what, what are you talking? I'll, f- I'll fight you, Virgil, if I have to. Yeah? How's okay. that going to go? Dude, I could <laughs> kick your ass before we had powers. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I, uh, you're, you're 100% right, and also we hate Richie, but mm-hmm. uh, broadly speaking, I like the idea. We haven't done that before. Of, okay, they both got powers now, mm-hmm. and now they're in a position where they have to reluctantly fight each other. That's a very pretty, sort of typical superhero thing. Mm-hmm. We know how it would go, but it still might have been interesting. But instead, he gives them the most obvious clues, like, days could be hours. (laughs) And he says it eight times. They call me Dr. Worm. Good morning. (laughs) How are you? I'm Dr. Worm. Hmm. I never knew Virgil was so interested in things. (laughs) (laughs) He's not a real doctor, but he is a real worm. No, he would have to. He is a real worm. <laughs> oh, and then he starts doing the uh, the break dance move, the hip, the worm. Ba 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 da ba. Mm-hmm. God, I'm loving it. Oh boy, got lost in that double one. cheeseburger. I did it. <laughs> uh, there was a moment where uh, Amnora is plugging herself into the internet and had a real. Uh, I hope she doesn't bungle this doppel moment. <laughs> Hope she doesn't turn into a filthy anteater or a <laughs> filthy carmandillo. <laughs> Ugh. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, swipe at carmandillo. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say he deserves it, but he does deserve it. Be- well, eh. I have no, I have no quarrel with him. 
That guy's a nasty freak. Yeah, but <laughs> I like me a nasty freak. <laughs> Look, people like to see themselves in a show, okay? Uh, that's my favorite uh, character. I really, uh, <laughs> I really, uh, oh, what the fuck's the word? God damn it, brain. I don't know. Adapt? Identify? No. Fucking identify with that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a long walk to nothing. <laughs> Hey, you've just summed up our last 14 years. Ah. Join us on this long walk to nothing. You can give us money if you like. Uh-huh. Please. Um, let's see. What else? For more rich content like this. Mm-hmm. For Not less content, richy though. content like yeah. this. No, we're done with him now. Uh, let's uh, see. What else? But that's about all I had. Yeah. Uh, Brief appearance by Puff. That was nice. Yeah. I'm going to miss like, that character. Like a Puff? Mm-hmm. The other guy was also there. <laughs> Richie, uh, Richie fights a garbage truck and uh, brags about it like it like he won. And I'm I, pretty sure that uh, that's the only person Richie has ever defeated. I, if you go back through my notes through this whole season or this whole series, like the last two seasons when, mm-hmm. when Richie's at powers, I often say, "Oh, they finally found a good match for Richie." And I'm usually trying to find a real one, not mm-hmm. make it a joke. But I think this is like today was the day mm-hmm. Richie finally became president. <laughs> Uh, anything else? I think that's it. Very well. Well, then let's. Uh, it's time for the finale. Then yeah, let's move Thank on. You. To Why don't power you tell outage. us what happens in the last? Not the last time we'll ever see Static again. But, no, that's uh, good. Last episode of this show. Last time we'll ever see Richie again. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. That should have been my good thing. Yeah. It's kind of a weird day as Virgil and Richie discover that their powers are going away. Virgil's losing his spark, and Richie's losing his smarts, which is extremely funny to me. A confirmed Richie hater. Oh no, I got a B minus on my test. Get fucked. The boys in the the boys get in a fight with Kenga and Ferret and discover that they're both losing their powers too. They take Kenga and his now oh my god size nine feet <laughs> to Doctor Todd, who admits quite happily, "Oh yeah, I've been spraying the whole city with anti bang baby juice." Okay, but isn't that like grossly un- grossly unethical? Like, who gave you the right to make drastic decisions about these people's bodies? Like, sure, people like Talon and Carmen Dillo might want to go back to normal, or maybe not. I don't know what Carmen Dillo's deal is, and I've watched this entire series now. Like, maybe he really likes being Carmen Dillo. Maybe he gets off on it. And you know what? If he does, good for him. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you just don't get to decide what people do with their bodies. That's wrong. No, it's not, says Dr. Todd. The government said it's okay. Also, abortions are are illegal now, and Maggie's not classified as a human anymore because we all think she's gross. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Anyway, surprising nobody, Ebon and whatever the metabreed happens to be this week show up. I'm not going to mess with those idiots. Not going to miss these idiots. And kidnap Dr. Todd and the last canister of Bang Baby formula. Ebon's going to use it to repower the metabreed and take over the city, I guess. And honestly, dude, you need to get a better gang. You brought hot stain for for God's sake. You brought Shiv. <laughs> but now he's just an annoying guy who has hands. <laughs> anyway, Shiv and Ebon fight over the gas that explodes and reinfects them. Virgil and Richie and Shiv and Ebon. And then Shiv and Ebon turn into a giant shadow monster with fire and two heads, which is some real last boss fight shit. And then Virgil beats the shit out of them and also probably murders them, but we can't actually say that. Reunited again, our heroes reflect on how now that they have their powers back, this adventure is just beginning to be canceled. See you all in two weeks for Zeta Project. I don't know that it was canceled. I assume that it was. Mm -hmm. I tried to find some information on this. It could just be, you know, not picked up for another season. Mm -hmm. 
Like, I, I cannot confirm that. I will say, if they'd done another 13, that would have been enough for syndication. So I wish they'd gotten one more just so they could yeah. make a little more money. Yeah. But also, that money would have just gone to Warner Brothers anyway. So maybe, Yeah, Warner Bro- I, th- I think Warner Brothers, th- Brothers is doing okay, Al. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I just checked. They have, uh, in entertainment terms, mm-hmm. they have all the money. Yeah, all of the money. And, oh, sorry. Uh, they have all the money that Disney doesn't already have. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm also seeing here that they've uh, canceled all of the TV shows. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and a lot of the movies. Mm-hmm, 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 uh, mm-hmm. But they did bring just, a Doom Patrol, so I can't hate them. Yeah, just uh, just threw away an entire completed Batgirl movie, though. I mean, that does suck, but they did bring a Doom Patrol. Yes, look, I will get... The fact that Doom Patrol still exists, still... Uh-huh. Yeah, there's a new season coming in uh, December, very soon now. This is, what, season four now we're going yep. into? Yep, 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 yep. By some miracle, like... Yep. There wh- is... Uh, not to get too far off topic, yeah. there is another show on HBO Max, which is Warner's Deal, mm-hmm. uh, that is that has that same vibe, that same, how the hell is this on? This is mm-hmm. so good. And it's Avenue 5. Ah, yes. Which I think I showed you one or two episodes of, but I don't know that you Yeah, we watched like a good chunk of the first season. I really liked it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like, what if Veep, but on a spaceship? Yeah. And Rules. Because it's, it's made by the guy who did Veep. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, by the way, my, my good personal friend on Twitter. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, For as long as Twitter I, lasts. Yeah, I'm glad... You know, that happened before the, the platform completely collapsed. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Just my good bud, Armando Yanucci. No big deal. Yeah. Also, like really this. fun name to say, Armando Yanucci. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, you and right, uh, they... him and uh, Bill Corbett should go to a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I don't mm-hmm. like baseball, but I would uh, I would sit there with two very mean comedians <laughs> <laughs> watching anything, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my point is I don't know that the show was canceled. Mm-hmm. It may have been, but... It got four seasons, and that is something. That is very impressive, honestly. You were just saying it's impressive that Doom Patrol's been around four seasons. Static mm-hmm. got four seasons. Yeah. So, you know, good for them. Yeah. Nice job, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do my bad thing, which is basically something you you covered pretty thoroughly in your in your summary, so there's not much uh, left to discuss, yeah. which is fine. I just wanted to talk about this. doesn't matter who does. Yeah. But Dr. Todd just dropping the cure on the entire town without telling anyone is... Dude, what are you doing? Yeah. You, you 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 do not get to just make this decision for all of these people. This massive amount of people, apparently, because, again, this was the busiest dock explosion anyone's ever seen. Uh, that part doesn't bother me. It's a big city. <sighs> and it was there was supposed to be, like, a gang war happening. Like, yeah. There were, there were a lot of... I've, just, I've made this comparison before, but they were all lined up like West Side Stories, snapping their yep, fingers yep. at each other, and then the Big Bang happened. That's like, there, there, there's a bit on There's a bit where they're on the news, and, like, some guy's interviewing him, and he's like, do, do you really get to, like, deci- decide that? Like, you know, what about people who want to keep their powers? And he's like, listen... Just with one or two exceptions, all of these guys are assholes. So, like, you know. And look, that's a terrible thing to say in the actual world. Mm-hmm. But in this world, he's right. The only I, the only people who have not done awful things with their powers are Virgil and Richie, and fuck Richie. So, mm-hmm. really, just Virgil. And I, w- I mean, I would also like to point out that the vast majority of the people in the show, and I mean, that's partly because of what the show is. The vast majority of the people in the show who got powers are uh, people of color. Oh, that's a good point. And this white guy is just deciding that, no, I don't think they should have powers anymore because they're uh, scary. Did, did not consider that angle. Yeah. That is a very good point, man. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, it's it's super shitty. Also, uh, they do talk about that. It's not like the show expects us to be on his side or yeah. anything. But they don't talk about it enough. No. Um, like, it, like if, if this is this should be this is the basis of. Yeah, that's I mean, the whole conflict is why did you do this? Not, yeah. Oh God, how do we keep our powers? Yeah. 
And like, um, I kind of fucking hate that this episode ends with like Richie and Virgil going, well, Richie going, oh, now that I'm smart again, I can make a cure for the cure. So, you know, you and me, we got ours. Like, we're, yeah. we're okay. I mean, that is how it happens when any marginalized group in the history of everything. I, yeah. Hey, we got ours. Let's fuck the next guys. Yep. I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, the world is a great place. Yeah, love it. Every day. I will say Dr. Todd, mm-hmm. which it's, it doesn't get easier to say Dr. Todd. Mm-hmm. I keep doesn't... thinking he's like the, like Virgil's pediatrician or whatever. He's just like, you can call me Dr. Todd. Uh, first of all, looks exactly like me in 2004. Weird. W- when the show was made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got uh, reddish orange hair and a, a goatee mm-hmm. and uh, kind of short hair. Like he looks he looks like I did in 2004. It's weird. It's true. Uh, but speaks with the voice of Ed Begley Jr. and mm. uh, you know, great, great character actor. Um, I, if I, I mean could, that legitimately. If I could pick someone to be my voice, uh, Ed Begley Jr. would definitely I, be a front. Runner. I would not object. That wouldn't be my first choice. Sure, I wouldn't object. But my point is, one of the only voice actors in in the entire history, this the entire fifty two episodes of the show, who could say the phrase "bang babies," and he's required to say it a mm-hmm. lot. He's required uh, he, by law to say it. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a sex offender. He's got to mm-hmm. go door to door just saying bang babies and that's it. Ma'am, I'm a bang baby. Slam. And, you know, presumably people will interpret that to mean he's a sex offender, mm-hmm. but that's uh, No, Why do my people point is, keep doing that. He's he's a good enough performer that he might be the only one who can completely sell it and not mm-hmm. make it sound stupid. Like he actually because again, the character had to say it a lot cuz mm-hmm. he was, you know, dealing with that. He, I, I, a couple of times I'm like, yeah, of course, he's got to do something about the bang babies. Jesus mm. Christ, did I just have a, a non-derisive thought about the phrase bang babies? Well, you sure did. We've good come a long way, Bagley bang Jr. baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, um, What was your good thing? Uh, it was a pretty badass fight to end off the series with. Yeah, that actually ties into my good thing. Yeah. The two-headed hot Ebon monstrosity mm-hmm. is his, a great idea. His servo-Croatian. Yes, is uh, like uh, well, my go-to reference is a Transformers thing. You sure, get but they did like a Brundlefly thing where like yeah, the Autobot medic got grafted to Megatron, and mm-hmm. there's like this shambling horror. <laughs> um, but uh, they they did a they it took them nearly the entire run of the show, but it ended up looking about as good as Batman Beyond or Justice League. Like, yeah, like. Because you talk about that final fight being good, it was the the idea of that character was cool. The execution mm-hmm. of it was good. Like it was a it was well designed and well animated. The fight was interesting and dynamic, and not anything we'd seen before. It was a combination of two powers you wouldn't expect would go together, and they're finding interesting ways to make them work. And yep. it, was, it was like that. Really, was the promise of everyone in this town's got weird powers. Like the next level of that is how do you, how do they combine? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I really exactly. Like that idea. And also, we get uh, Virgil flying around on his uh, on his disc, zapping him with electricity. Fucking rules. Well, of course, yeah. But it was it was it was very good. And and again, it just reminded me the show started out looking real rough. Boy, like howdy, a, it sure did. Looked like an early Flash cartoon, mm-hmm. and we're gonna be reviewing some of those soon. And I bet they look a little better. Mm-hmm. But uh, this by the end, like I said, I I think it holds its own with not not the original run of Batman, but definitely some of the other shows. Yeah. Well, it's, it, you know, it's good. Good for them. Yeah. They they deserved, if they're going to be in the same universe, they should look as good as the other shows. E- exactly. And it took them a while to get there, but they did now. Mm-hmm. So that is good. Uh, uh, what was your bad thing? Yeah, so th- there's a thing in um, uh, superhero comics, uh, and I'm sure you've seen this a few times, 
uh, where it's the a never the end ending, <clears throat> uh-huh. where well, uh, uh, Angel kind of ended like this too. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a comic gets gets canceled at like itch, issue twenty three, and it ends with like, "Well, the world hasn't seen the last of Nova. Mm-hmm. I'll still be out there fighting crime and saving." And then you look the world. it up on Wikipedia, Nova's never made another appearance. Exactly, and it says at the bottom, "Never the end." Yep. This absolutely felt like that. Like, look, I get. I'm not expecting a big like series ender episode for this show. You know, like I think they did pretty well with with what they had for a very. I think we're getting canceled next week. Let's whip up a. The uh, is, again, I don't know that they were canceled. This, I, this could have just been the end of the season, mm-hmm. and then you wouldn't have felt that vibe. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if it was intentional. It's still there. Yeah, but I don't know if they meant to have it there. You know what I mean? It's just you know, ending this with uh, these two guys flying off into the uh, into the sunset and just like, yep, yeah, we're gonna keep on doing our thing and keep on having adventures, and none of you will get to see them. You know, you know what what uh, my go to reference for this is. is mm. It will shock you. It will it will be a shock to your system that my reference point for this is The Simpsons. Of course, you know Millhouse has just not enough time to see them all. Yep. And then <laughs> Professor Frank runs it at the end hastily. <laughs> Doctor Todd, Doctor Todd, make you laugh, make you go, oh my god, inanimate carbon rod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, uh, sorry, I. I rarely correct you mm-hmm. but in your summary you mentioned kanga it's kangor that's right because he's like a fucking of... he-man guy right 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 so i was thinking of kanga and little rue you can understand my confusion oh, of course of course yeah naturally there's rabbit and yeah. piglet and there's owl but most of all winnie the pooh mm-hmm. well the wonderful thing about tiggers no i got nothing yes yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> is that they're on speed mm-hmm. sure yeah uh, there's a thing that happened in in at least two of these episodes, maybe all three of them, mm-hmm. where Virgil or some other character is winding up to make some kind of a you know the usual quip, the usual like like uh, one liner, and then they kind of trail off or get interrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kangor in particular says, "I'm gonna crush you!" Like, and then something happens. Yep. Like it it feels like they didn't have a punchline. Like no. Like. Here's the setup. Put a joke in later. Oh, shit. We're going to production. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, explosion just, happens. Just uh, punch him in the face. And there's a there's a script that we wrote for Endeavor that you and I co-wrote mm-hmm. where the break between my part and your part could not be more clearly defined. Where it's like, uh, speaking of this, what do you think of, hey, what was that? And then, <laughs> then it switches to something else. Uh-huh. It just it feels like. Wow, you guys could do a little bit better than that. We're incredible writers. Uh-huh. I mean, we are. When I when I was writing, which mm. was a long time ago. Uh when when Kangor uh because he doesn't appear that much, they just hey, Phil, could you do another voice? You're good at this. Just sure. do, do something else. He basically he does like a Jamaican-ish accent. It basically to me always reads like Hermes. Well, yeah. Even though it is different. Like he might be doing Jamaican versus like, I don't know, a, a Trinidad or something. Sure. Like it is different. It's Caribbean of some kind, but every time, like when he's in the hospital and he's, mm-hmm. he's like the cure's starting to kick in, I just want to never say, "I'm sicker than a green snake on a sugar cane." <laughs> Sweet somewhere of something. Uh Sweet diet soda of Dakota. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's pretty good. Uh, what else? Uh, to me, you, you talk about the ending. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt like the whole the whole plot, not just the very end, mm. felt like 
a comic storyline where they wanted to do sort of a soft reboot. Sure. Where they wanted to say, there's too many people with powers. There's too many. Like, what if it was just Richie and Virgil and a couple of villains and that's it? And they're like, okay, we'll do a storyline where everyone loses their powers. Mm -hmm. Like, it felt, you know what I mean? It felt like one of those big sort of universe changing things. Mm -hmm. But uh, then it ended. So, you know. Also, I have a hard time believing that that was the last of the the Bang Baby gas because, like, Alva was fucking around with it. Oh, yeah. He's got some stuck away. You find some pink shit that makes uh, superheroes, like, guess what? You're always going to have more pink shit that makes superheroes. I will say, Mm -hmm. if you uh, go to the, like, uh, your particular choice of words might be a little ill-considered. If you Mm -hmm. went to the supermarket Mm -hmm. and asked for some Bang Baby formula. Yep. They probably wouldn't give it to you. They'd probably call the cops. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just saying. We have regular baby formula. Would you like some of that? No, I need bang baby formula. It's got to be bang baby formula. I'm making bang babies. Bang baby's very important to me. Sir, you need to go to jail. <laughs> also, honestly, if Virgil had lost his powers and this was just the last episode, like mm-hmm. it would have been sort of a bittersweet ending, but it might have been an interesting way to end it. Mm-hmm. Except that we've already seen him in the future, and well, we know that doesn't happen. That, that that's the thing, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like, hang on, we saw Virgil in the future. We also saw Richie in the future, which great. I don't know. I like that that he put on a bit of weight. <sighs> that didn't bother me at all. Uh, I think. Oh, I I did like they they created a whole bunch of new character models for what these guys look like when their powers go. Away, oh yeah, which I thought was some good. There were some good visuals there, like you saw. Um, Talon, who's just a girl named Teresa. Yep. And uh, uh, guys like Carmen Dillo, just mm-hmm. being a guy. It's just like, oh. I, I really like Ebon coming out, and he's just like a regular dude. And, and he doesn't know like, it yet? Yeah, and someone's like, who are you? He's like, I'm Ebon, you idiot. Okay, he sounds like Ebon. Ebon's got a very distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did just call me an idiot. Ebon does that all the time. Mm-hmm. You're mean. You're a mean man. I don't like you anymore. Yeah, I'm trying to take over the city as a supervillain. Of course I'm mean. <laughs> you know, you're a lot less fun to follow when you're not made of living darkness. <laughs> now you're just a jerk. Well, then help me get the living darkness back, fool. Yeah. Um, Mal was watching this with me, and she's like, I guess those people who all live in the... Uh, Living the uh, sewers can get cured now. And I'm like, no, because I bet that guy didn't spray any formula down there. Presumably when the people who got the formula, like, urinate and flush the toilet, it'll mm-hmm. make it down there eventually. <laughs> it's trickle-down <laughs> economics, Maggie. Come on. Oh, yeah. This is the cornerstone of the Reagan years. Right, right. The rich people get pow- get superpowers and the poor people get pissed on. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. See? You, you're you picking up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Thanks, Ronnie. Huh? Did a real bang-up job. Mm-hmm. A You're a real bang, baby. Everything up. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? Uh, last thing. Uh, yes. Mal also was watching this with me, and she goes, "They turned them into Tuvix," and I go, "They should get Captain Janeway to kill him." <laughs> I love how hard the internet has gotten their teeth into Tuvix. That continues to delight me. Well, I mean, you know, Captain Janeway did commit a murder. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. The murderer. Wesley, Wesley Crusher killed a guy. I don't know much about Hologram Janeway, but I know this. She didn't kill nobody. You don't know that. That's true, I don't. Every morning I summon Hologram Tuvix to kill him again. <laughs> Every morning when I wake up. <laughs> I was just thinking uh, Wesley Crusher killed a guy. Do-da, do-da, do-da. do-da. All right, anything else? Uh, I think that's everything. You got a quote? 
Uh, I do have a quote. Once again, I don't remember what the fuck this has to do with. I think this is the last line of the. Uh... Oh no! This is no because um... you, you the time code is four minutes. So yeah. I don't think so. The last line of the episode, four minutes mm-hmm. long. No, um, mm-hmm. this is the last appearance of uh, Daisy and uh, Frida. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, maybe getting a clue about how, like, gee, every time these two people disappear, these two superheroes appear. Who look and who look and sound an awful like like those two people we've never seen with them. Nah, I'm not even going to say an awful lot. Like they look exactly the same as. Yeah, especially Gear, who's just wearing a transparent visor. Mm-hmm. Oh, not again! <gasps> look, it's Static and Gear. And as usual, Virgil and Richie are missing out. You don't think? Nah. Couldn't be. Uh, well, that's it then. Yep, that is that, it. That's all. That's all for Static. That he Static has officially been system. shocked. Yeah, it was a shock to our system. Mm-hmm. You stop saying that. That was good. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thanks, Static. No, I got a lot of I got a lot of sort of final thoughts, and I'm like, wait, no, that's what next week's for. Yeah, Hold off on that. So, all right. But uh, I, just broadly speaking, I will say this last season was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it. Um, I, a couple of the episodes I liked might have might have fallen in this season, mm-hmm. but it felt like we had a run of them that were just like not very good. It felt very like it turned into a, like a real generic cartoon. You know, like mm-hmm. it lost like some of that like. You know, like well, black and focused. I said this, like I said this with like Static in Africa, like mm-hmm. when it really embraces who it is and what exactly, it is, like what makes it unique. Mm-hmm. It's good, and when it's just I will destroy you fools. Yeah, it just it really Man. just sort of it, it 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 lost a lot of the stuff that made it interesting. You know, yeah, agreed. in favor of making it generic. Yeah, and I I mean I have no evidence of this because there's from what I can find mm-hmm. no good documented commentary on it. Yeah, there's no uh, oral history of Static Shock, which kind of sucks. I would love that. Well, no one I've found. It might be out there. And Mm -hmm. if if anyone knows about any source like that, I would love to. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, please please let us know. I would love, you know. uh, Next week, we will be answering your mail, whatever there is. So please Mm -hmm. write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. Mm -hmm. This time I looked at the sign, so (laughs) didn't need to tap it. Just looked at it. Uh, The website, as ever, Mm kidslovebatman.com. Uh. If, if Twitter is still around by the time you hear my voice and you want to hear what we have to say and the platform is still functioning, mm-hmm. we are on it. I am at Algar. I'm at, at Maggie Robots. For now. If if that for, changes, for if we not, have to yeah. go somewhere else, who the... I don't know, I don't fucking... Just... I'm very old. I don't want to learn something new. You could find me on Tumblr re-to- reposting uh, uh, comic book art. Yeah, I mean, we have a Kids Love Batman Tumblr, but... We do. Uh, I don't remember the last time I did anything from it. I'm still using the post-atomic horror one a lot. Yeah, but... yeah. Not not so much the, the Batman one, but uh, that may change. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Tumblr isn't the same as Twitter. No, it's That's not. All. Armando just, Yunucci would not talk to me on Tumblr. I just don't want to go over to Ma- Mammoth? Monolith? Oh, uh, Mastodon? Mastodon. Yeah, Mastodon, yeah. Yeah, it. I don't want to go to Mastodon. Or a co-host. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, do you have a co-host? Yeah, it's Maggie. It's been yeah. Maggie for Hi. 13 years. Hello. <laughs> of course I have a co-host. I heard a lot of people were looking for me. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're asking you the same. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. So uh, that's all for this time. Like I say, next week we'll be answering your mail, and mm-hmm. then it's on to the Zeta Project. Yeah. So uh, that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala, wet and wild gang babies. <laughs> for more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. 
to provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.